brought to you by Charity Mobile, the phone company that supports life and family. 5% of your monthly plan price goes to your favorite charity. Mention offer code TRADITION for a special Christmas offer. Learn more at CharityMobile.com. Francis has never been one to really hide his intentions. What Catholics might call active evangelization in past years, Francis derides as proselytizing. In reality, the word evangelize and proselytize are pretty much synonyms. They basically mean the same thing. They both mean to spread the gospel, to work to convince others of the truth of the Catholic faith, and to bring them home where they belong. They really should mean the same thing, but in our time, Francis the Great and Merciful has decided to adopt the secular meaning of proselytize, which means to negatively push our religion on others in a triumphalist manner. Francis has done that in the name of making others feel good about themselves and where they are and not rocking the boat. We're seeing the institutionalization of a lukewarm Christianity, something that's been a problem for quite some time already, but is now in our time the rule of the day. The man the world generally accepts as the pastor of pastors, as the supreme shepherd, as the voice of Christ in our time, tells us not to worry much about conversion. Don't complain about the state of the world either, because that's not Christian, apparently. Let's dive into our story, which comes to us today from about as mainstream a Catholic outlet in the English-speaking world as you can find. Headline from the National Catholic Register... Pope Francis, complaining Christians do not give a credible witness to the gospel. Pope Francis marked the 10th anniversary of the publication of his apostolic exhortation Evangelii Gaudium at his general audience on Wednesday. All right, if you look up any synopsis of Evangelii Gaudium, or if you read the document yourself like I did when it came out, you, you it makes it sound pretty simple and the generally orthodox. The document is meant generally according to anybody you see talk about it, to wake up complacent Christians and light the fire inside of all of us so that we can spread the gospel. Makes sense. Perfectly fine thing for a pope to write. But of course, hindsight, it's easy to read the document and see that it's the typical call to lukewarmness and indifference that we've seen in this alleged pontificate for the past 10 years and that what they really mean by evangelize is to just spread niceness. But Francis really hits us with some whoppers in this reflection he gave on the anniversary of his document. Which, by the way, have you ever noticed this, but I have seen no record of any previous pope giving reflections on the anniversary of their own documents. Let me know if you can think of any of, of one, because I can't. Francis has done this multiple times himself. In fact, he quotes himself more than anybody else, really, which is weird also. Anyway, from the article, quote, Pope Francis said Wednesday that Christians who are always resentful and full of complaints are not credible witnesses to the gospel, because joy is an essential ingredient for evangelization. Humanity abounds with brothers and sisters waiting for a word of hope, Pope Francis said in St. Peter's Square on November 15th. The Pope explained that people today, like people of all times, need the gospel and need Jesus, especially living in a society with, quote, institutionalized secularity that, quote, leaves the spaces of religious meaning deserted. This is the right moment to proclaim Jesus, Pope Francis underlined. Fact check true. <laughs> Immersed in today's fast-paced and confused environment, we too indeed may find ourselves living our faith with a subtle sense of resignation, persuaded that the gospel is no longer heard and no longer worth striving to proclaim. We might even be tempted by the idea of letting others go their own way, he added. Yet this is precisely the time to return to the gospel to discover that Christ is always young and a constant source of newness. Pope Francis marked the 
10th anniversary of the publication of his apostolic exhortation Evangelii Gaudium, the joy of the gospel, at his general audience on Wednesday. The gospel is a proclamation of joy, he said. The gospel is a smile. It makes you smile because it touches the soul with the good news, Francis explained. This is why a Christian who is discontented, a sad Christian, a dissatisfied or worse still, resentful or rancorous Christian, is not credible. This person will talk about Jesus, but no one will believe him. End quote. You know, what's funny about his statement is that he himself does more than anyone else to drive people away from Christ and into the welcoming arms of either atheism or schismatic heretical groups that follow Luther, Calvin, or some Eastern patriarch with some weird ideas about the papacy. Or even worse, modern feel-good preachers who offer rock and roll worship. He never really says what he means by complaining Christians or sad or dissatisfied Christians, but if you've been following the weird stuff he says for long enough, you know what he means. One has to presume that he that those he means those of us who complain about social decay and how modern civilization is falling to the dogs. I guess we're not supposed to complain about the collapse of morals, the leading of our children into perdition by public institutions, the institutional church sitting around during all this twiddling its thumbs while simultaneously helping the same people who harm our families to then push their lies about care for our com common home and other nonsense that has no place in the work of the church especially when you consider the evil roots and evil aims of those secular programs the institutional church is now helping promote. And a lot of it made possible because of Ted McCarrick's evil and met an evil by men like him and how the church mishandled it. Francis has claimed that we worship the same God, by the way, as those who worship a big black rock in the desert. Those who blaspheme our Lord and deny him his divinity and sonship with the Father. Those who deny the Trinity do not worship the same God as we do, by definition. And when Francis makes such spurious claims, he does more to harm the salvation of souls than any Christian who complains about the state of the world can ever hope to do. When Francis says that those who are confused about the immutable nature of the flesh God gave them can be godparents or get baptized despite their not intending to leave that publicly sinful state, he does more harm to the faith and the salvation of souls than possibly anyone else on the planet. No one comes close. His role in the loss of souls cannot be understated. It's headlines like this that are why I don't believe him when he waxes eloquent about spreading the gospel. Headline, Pope Francis urges Christians not to try to convert non-believers. He has said this several times over the past 10 years. This article is from January 2023. When looking this up, I found one from 2017, 2013, and elsewhere. But this one's fairly recent. He said nonsense like this many times, in fact, that he himself doesn't inspire people to spread the gospel as a general rule. It's not complaining Christians who push potential converts away. It's his own actions, including his canceling of holy bishops like Strickland that push people away. In case you need a reminder of what he's capable of, quote, To evangelize is not to proselytize, the Pope told crowds gathered in the Vatican for his weekly general audience. To proselytize is something pagan, is, is neither religious nor evangelical. This is not about proselytism, as I said, so that others become one of us. No, this is not Christian, he reiterated. It is about loving so that they might be happy children of God. According to the Cambridge Dictionary, proselytizing means, quote, to per try to persuade someone to change their religious or political beliefs or way of living to your own. 
proselytism or the attempt to convert others to one's faith is different from evangelization the Pope has proposed, which is the joyful witness of one's experience of Christ. You know your contemporaries. You know that many are alone, that many do not know Jesus. Francis told young people gathered for a National Catholic Youth Conference in 2019, Go! Go and bring the Lord! Go and fill your environments, even with the digital, but not of convictions, not to convince, not to proselytize, but to witness to the tenderness and mercy of Jesus. The following month, the Pope told a group of Christian high school students that they should respect people of other faiths and not attempt to convert them to Christianity, insisting, quote, We are not living in the times of the Crusades. Asked by one of the students how a Christian should treat people of other faiths, the Pope said that, quote, We are all the same, all children of God, and that true disciples of Jesus do not proselytize. A Christian should never try to convince others of the truth of Christianity, but should simply give a testimony of consistency and wait for others to ask about the faith, he proposed. End quote. The saints and doctors of the church would disagree, and they would do so rather stridently. They'd be shocked that the man recognized generally as Pope would speak like this. The salvation of souls is not accomplished by lukewarm intentions and group hugs and kumbaya. It's not accomplished through indifference and worrying about being inclusive. There are Catholic groups today who engage in street evangelization. They pass out prayer cards. They pass out rosaries. They pray with people on the street. They give them miraculous medals, scapulars, and of course, most importantly, they talk about our Lord to those of different faiths or of no faith at all. They invite them to RCIA they, or other conversion programs, and they work on them to come home to Rome. In spite of every evil thing going on in the Vatican these days, they still spread the gospel to bring souls home. And it's odd presenting a story like this in the days leading to Thanksgiving. It really, truly is odd. But that's where we are now, being berated by the man who should encourage us to courageously spread the gospel and call people to conversion. But the only call to conversion we hear now is a call to converting how we live to better care for our common home, as he calls it. That should tell you everything. But what do you think about all this? Are you surprised that he is once again reiterating his, you know, be nice, don't worry, be happy theology? That's really what it seems like his theology is, is don't worry, be happy, good guy, you know, Jesus is great, and there are no demands on your conversion. Are you surprised by this? Let me know what you think about all this in the comments, please. And hit like and subscribe if you haven't. It does help. So to sharing this on social media, that helps a lot too. And as always, pray for the church. I'm Anthony Stein. Ave Maria.